Welcome to the Stabcast, a podcast dedicated to Star Wars Legion. Anakin, where are you? I'm right here. What are you doing down there? We are taking cover. Now get down. You're not serious. There's only a thousand droids down there, tops. Welcome, cadets and commanders, to the Stabcast. I'm Will, Force Reflexes Heim, with Ryan, Force Push Slawoski, Tim, Force Choke Hannon, and Ben, Battle Meditation Fowler. Welcome. How are we doing? Doing fantastic. Doing all right. Doing all right. I Actually, refuse to recognize that nickname. <laughs> it fits, Ben. <laughs> it fits. I'm sorry. Maybe you should meditate if, on if the it. the boot it fits. fits. Hey. <laughs> this hey. week on Stabcast, we have Invader League Battle Reports, more Invader League Battle Reports, and finally, some Invader League Battle Reports. Invader League Battle Reports. Gasp. Did you say Invader League Gasp. Battle Reports? <laughs> so, Will, your first game in the Invader League, who'd you play? Uh, I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> I played this you real see, asshole. <laughs> in order to fight the idea that Will and I would play our game separately and then decide who could win and thus give to the other player, I said, hey, Will, let, let's you and I play first. That way there can never be a talk of collusion. Uh, there's nothing wrong with a talk of collusion. Uh, Just ask me and Chris Beezer. Uh, <laughs> well, that's real collusion. Yeah, wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was real collusion. Yeah. Will and I Corruption in any form. If anything, is evil. I am spiteful enough to realize that I, if I could stop Will and also not advance, I'd do that. Yeah, ben would never so. deign himself to uh, collude to help someone else. <laughs> no, absolutely yeah. not. I guess absolutely. so. The thing we were worried about then was Will colluding with Ben to get Ben into the cut, which I wouldn't do either. <laughs> yeah. Will and I respect each other as competitors to know that we would not do that to each other. Mm hmm. So we went ahead and played our game first. But also, screw you. <laughs> yeah i think the real losers of that game was actually me and tim that's right that's absolutely yeah, a, true the whole stabcast family affair you could have stopped casting after turn three and it would have been fine so <laughs> but we, we knew where that game was headed we, yeah we knew where that game was going after turn zero two and a half hours still after turn one right? to get there yeah that's not true we had the timer no we that's timer. that's actually not true because you had burned an entire hour on turn one that's true <laughs> yeah well also because we have a ton of models we have a lot of stuff going on well, so anyhow, I am playing the BX list that I talked about last week. So I've got 10 activations. I've so got many full swords. squads of B1s. I've got three sets of BXs with the charge, battle saber. So that's four-man squads. And of course, I've got Grievous. But again, I have no ability to give surge tokens. So that was my list. Will, what were we bringing? I was running double commander clones with Rex Obi-Wan, five phase ones, and a full team of arcs with a sniper. No overwatch in the list at all. Uh, we played... Limviz, Sabotage, and Major Offensive. and uh, Will wanted that warrior something fierce. <laughs> oh, he was begging for it, so and bad. it didn't make it on the table. <laughs> yeah, it was the it was the pulled card. Once I saw the and, three go up on the little uh, console, I was like, no! And Limited Viz was sitting there, and with his whole bunch of guys who were all going to try to you know shoot me in the face, I was like, I'll take Limited Viz, thanks. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, with Sword Dudes, Limviz sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Sounds like a super cool plan. So, so I was I was blue player, and I include Limviz because normally in Knoxville, I play a lot of Imperial gun lines, and I don't <laughs> want them to shoot me turn one. But in this case, it worked very poorly for me. And I will say, in our bracket, we've got some really nasty lists that are all range 4-5. Um, the Rebel player has got this nasty uh, FD laser cannon, and he's got these RTs, and he's got things that are going to shoot you from far away. Pizza gun, Limited triple sniper, makes sense. yeah. Yeah, and then there is an actual Imperial gun line in our set. So, I mean, I get it. I have it in my deck as well. 
But in this case, it worked out a lot better for you than me. Yeah, it did. And then turn zero happened. (laughs) (laughs) And then you happened to yourself. Yes. I fell down my own flight of stairs. Yep. <laughs> I, uh, I take that first uh, moisture evaporator and I place it in a bad spot. It is. That is far and too close bad, to And by bad, he means within range three of my deployment zone. Yes. <laughs> With was, my BXs who have scout <laughs> Yes. I was trying and to get sneaky vis. and uh, zone bends out, but I went the wrong direction to do that. Yep, so I just yes. ended up closer to him and he got to places where he wanted anyway. Yep. So yep. that's a thing that I did. So then I just turned around and told Will, nope, you're just going to be my personal puppet. And um, wore him out. He did. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a turn zero problem. And a lot of Will's units are on his far side. They're far away from me. Yeah. And I have enough of a defensive flank to kind of hold up. And yeah, I grab Will's uh, a sab- a moisture evaporator. I, I make it mine. I take my two and I prevent him from getting even close to mine. Yeah, he so, bubble wraps yeah. it with 14 battle droids. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yep. okay. Very painful bubble wrap. Not... Not getting through that. <laughs> like, honestly, at the end of that game, uh, since me and Tim weren't were casting it, when, when y'all called it, Will may have had close to as much, I'm not going to say as many wounds, because it's, it's, you know, battle droids, yep. but at least as much durability on the field <clears throat> as Ben had left. It was just all in the wrong places. Yep. No, I mean, that last turn, I just got to shoot him up for free. Like, I killed yeah. three or four B1 squads that were on the side of the board that didn't matter. It, yeah. Uh, turn one didn't help you. You ax- you pulled R2-D2's token out of the bag, like, second activation out. <laughs> yeah. So he had to just mosey yeah, on his way. That was, that was a I attempted draw. to kill R2-D2 with my BXs. I throw six dice. He doesn't die. Nope. He takes two. It's R2. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to send Grievous in to, you know, to kick the trash can, yes, which I do. I pierce it many, many ways. And then I go to try to kill Obi-Wan. And that was just a fool's errand. So <laughs> I want to say if you didn't have the pierce, R2 would have still lived through it, though. I think so. Yeah, it, it was one of those without the pierce, R2 lives. And I've... So you heard it here first. We need impervious on R2. That's right. Oh, oh gross. <laughs> I think uh, the Republic should just have impervious for all its units. Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> well, Obi-Wan would have to pick between impervious and immune pierce. So it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. So I made Will my puppet, and it was quite fun, and I enjoyed myself. And yeah, I, I blocked him out completely. Like, there was just no way he was grabbing any of those objectives. And then I was like, let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah. Shoot me if you want to, but I've got my stuff protected. So in the end, because Will and I had both decided there was no way he was going to get there. So then I threw all my forces into the center to see if I could kill Rex. It was not possible. You mean Obi-Wan? Um, e- even, no, oh, I, no was, I went after yeah, Rex. went after Rex. Like, Obi-Wan oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Obi-Wan was dancing with Grievous under the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Will accidentally deleted Rex's character off the board. Right. Like, he accidentally hit the delete button. And I still couldn't kill the little token we used to represent Rex. Yeah. So. <laughs> we were really confused, me and Tim, casting what was going on there. That's true. <laughs> I sent you a message saying I accidentally deleted Rex. Yeah, you did, but they, we didn't know how you had decided to rectify it. But it didn't matter at that point. And I know yeah. I was two bourbons in. So. Yeah, I was, yeah, we knew I it was didn't matter, in. so we didn't try to rectify it. <laughs> we could have pressed Control-Z and un- and just, like, rewinded the game state Crash a little the bit. game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reload it everything. crashed. So, Will, that was your game one. How was game two? Yeah, game two, I played Garandon, the Imperial gun line Ben mentioned, and had a lot better game there. Uh, with turn zero, I basically had control from the start to finish. We were playing on the Mimbon map in the Invader League rotation, and with Board Edge choosing, I basically got a side where I could hide behind an ATTE, and his gun line couldn't see anything. And we were playing oh, nice. Intercept, so I got to control the middle, and he only got to shoot me the one round I popped out to control it. Yee-hee. So it was... Uh, 
It was in my favor the whole way, and we only played through like turn four because he wasn't going to push me off the middle. Mm. Yep. And once you got it, I mean, it's, yeah, it's very difficult to recover from that one if yeah. the first two rounds are disastrous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I am 1-1 one, one at the moment, and uh, the victory there got me a bunch of victory points, so I'm kind of caught up in that regard. Nice. Ben, I see you are. You have three recorded games now. How have those gone? I do have three recorded games. <laughs> um, so after making Will my meat puppet, yes. Uh, let me tell you how about somebody else made me their Excellent. meat puppet. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. Listen, it all comes I, it's around. Ha- it's hard to be mad at super polite Canadians. Like every bracket should have a Canadian. Like this should be a reserved Canadian for every bracket. <laughs> That's true. Because you just can't be mad at them. He was super cool. Bo Betts, the player. He's playing Luke OP, the laser cannon, the two RTs, the three snipers, and these four-man bodies. Yep. And I'm like, okay, I can possibly deal with this. I can make this work. And no, no, not no, not at all, in fact. Turns out. Uh, it turns out, yeah. We're playing recover, advanced positions, and hostile environment. Gross. That's bad for you. Boy. Yeah. It's it's not great, but there's enough terrain, because I'll be honest, Nerfly, I, you know I love you, but the... Was there a place where you said there's, we should have more more terrain? Like, did you say, like, you know, just sprinkle. Just sprinkle, like, the salt, man. Just throw a little I, more on there. I believe he went, uh, he went mad the, the, uh, the term for the TTS, uh, at least round robin maps, is dummy thick. Yes, that <laughs> is the so official dummy fair, thick. term. <laughs> I mean, you just slap that map and it just jiggles for, like, 40 <laughs> minutes. It's a, it's a visual I didn't know As I didn't someone need, who has, has had to play a couple games of fortified positions on these With maps, you're like, oh, there's no place for the barricades. <laughs> so, so my again, I have BXs who are going to scout out anyway. Um, advanced positions means most of my guys will get to the middle. The plan is just to grab that box and run. And I have a pretty decent time of it. Very brave retreat. Yeah. The plan is I'm just going to bravely retreat back. I grab my boxes and kind of hold. I had forgotten what Luke OP does. Uh, yep. <laughs> because R- Ryan and I talk about this. I don't get to play him very often. Because um, you don't play Legion very often. Uh, listen, sir. And he's um, a coward. Because there's, fine when he goes <laughs> there's very few <laughs> Legion players, very few Legion players, very few Rebel players in the area. So I had forgotten that Luke OP has disengaged. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yep. I go to do the thing That's which I do with Grievous and the BXs. I'm just going to go tie him up real fast. And then nope. he's like, no, thank no. you. <laughs> so the, the so, trick to that for dear listeners at home is if you look in the rules reference guide on disengage, you can only disengage from one target. Yes. So, so. what he did was he pushed me away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he pushed away, um, I think he pushed away Grievous. And then he's like, hey, look, I'm only engaged with BXs now. Toodaloo. And walked away. Mm-hmm. So then um, what did you do if you could not deny your opponent something? Uh, it was quite, quite, quite sad. Um, <laughs> so what happened was, so I'm actually in a pretty decent spot until that. Had it been regular Luke, I'm fine. So he pushes Grievous into the spot where he can be seen by everyone and their brother. And I think he takes nine surprises. <laughs> So he uses his Jedi mind trick to put two on there. He gets shot seven times. I only take three wounds out of this. I'm about to say, yeah, like nine suppression is, yeah, that sucks. But not being dead is kind of cool, I guess. But I'm also within easy walking distance of the edge. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So if I don't rally on the next turn, I'm going to just disappear. Grief is going to be like, later, and then walk away. And that's exactly what he did. So then I say to him, like, listen, I'm just trying to maintain some some uh, points. You're going to win this game, and I get that, but I just want a couple of victory points here. And then he very politely, while we're talking this way out, just goes on to wipe my entire board state. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> he's, he's, since I, he's able to use Luke in such a way that he can jump around, give two suppression, make yep. those guys panic. He really does. He panics those guys. 
Um, they run off one direction. I've got guys in places that I now I'm using my AI uh, mm-hmm. battle pieces. I do nearly kill Luke with a set of B1s. It's a full squad. There's no aim because of AI. So I've got to punch Luke in the face. I nearly <laughs> do it. I, I nearly get it done because I put two damage on him early. I had. But I nearly get the rest of the damage I need to kill him. It was so close. Fists of um, steel. Oh, yeah. And so he basically just makes me panic everything off and then just destroys everything. He played it magnificently, honestly. Yeah. I, if I had moved Grievous towards the center rather than Luke, I forced Luke to the center, which keeps him off my guys, which means I probably still lose, but at least I lose with those victory points. Right. But because I put Grievous towards Luke, he's like, oh, I can dance around that. And he absolutely <laughs> did. It was masterful. It was beautiful to watch. I mean, it was Baryshnikov. Like, it was, you know, it was ballet. And my robots were mostly dead. Like, <laughs> so it's everything you see in the Clone Wars. Like you just, they're just you know slicing guys up left and right. So wait, can rebels be any good? Yeah, rebel, uh, maybe sometimes. Um, yes, rebels. rebels I are quite don't good. believe it. Um, but but Ryan <laughs> says they're underpowered. They are underpowered, and, but that's okay. Um, well, they, well, look at the def- units he's using against me. Luke OP, which is yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. OP. Um, he's using the laser cannon to shoot at range five, and on the map because we're playing. Can I talk about yeah. the laser cannon for a second? Yes. So I don't think the laser cannon is particularly strong as an overall. So unit. you're wrong, but continue. But if, but no, if yes, Legion had a a sideboard kind of like like Magic the Gathering does, where you build a a 600 point list or a 700 point list and have a some flex points, I would take that FD laser cannon to every battle I possibly could against CIS. Yeah. So <laughs> here's the thing on that map because we are playing Naboo Ooh. and his deployment zone. He can sit on a rise and see pretty much all of the board straight down <laughs> the middle. Yep. Because that valley doesn't block the middle because the middle is the valley right. point. And so any attempt to get in there was defended by RTs, was defended by the laser cannons, and de- defended by three snipers. Well, so the pizza gun's main issue is normally the saves that its opponent still gets to roll, but droids. Right. That's not really a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so not that, a thing for that us. thing can just pick up like three, four droids at a time. Mm-hmm. Maybe fine. That's exactly what he tried to do, and then that's exactly what he did. So, <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think you we'll know. hit it on the head on why I think it's a strong, but also it's great against white save armies. Not so good against you know rebels or uh, or imperials or excuse me, imperials or republic. <laughs> and yeah, like when I play, I'm just gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be a suppression machine, and maybe get one clone. Well, and the other shot. the other neat thing that it can do is it's one of the rebels' few uh, places where it gets impact. Oh, the other um, <laughs> the other keyword. yeah yeah the other keyword. I don't I don't think. Oh, I, I've talked about that at length on how one unit of suppression for rebels isn't enough. Oh, I, I yeah. feel the same way about bringing like one cologne mortar. But yeah, go ahead. Um, but the problem is, is what it's there to counter big heavy tanks and armored units are also just better at killing the pizza gun. <laughs> Then the pizza right. gun is at True. killing them. They usually and have Bobet good told dipoles. me his biggest fear is his upcoming matches because they're all against the AAT tank. Because yep. Yep, denying sense. Luke that dodge token, he's very worried yep. about, and their ability to just go ahead and shoot the pizza gun at will yep. and um, possibly it'll, it'll be gone to, in two turns. Yep, no problem. Yeah. Well, well, spoilers, but Bobet is four zero, and his only key <laughs> left is against me, so he no. did fine. So he did fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, congrats on your five and zero, Bobet. Well done. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I joked about how I'm the last Infinity Stone he needs, and he's just looking at me like his lips, like, when can we schedule that match, Will? He's going to take it from your head, and you're going to die in your lover's arms. That's it. I'm going to get double killed like Vision. That's That was the that was the joke, yes. Thank you. So I did manage to get a BX group into R2-D2 again. He took no damage. Why, yep. why would you? Okay. 
it was because it happen. no, I know. the only thing near it because Luke could push them away. So rather than re-engage Luke just to watch him bounce away again, I just went towards the nearest thing I could hit, and the only other things were RT- ATRTs, and they were just going to move away or kick me. But mm-hmm. pinball so, Luke is be- fun. He's a pinball. Because, because remember, they only surge the hits. I don't have a guaranteed impact with those guys. Right. So I was like, let me go take care of the victory point that I can. So I did. I, I had three guys run up, punch R2-D2 in the head, and he shrugged all of it off. Blocked mm-hmm. everything. And then my guys died. So, because uh, because an ATRT moved into melee with them and kicked them in the face. As one so, does. but here's so here's what happens. So I have an AI unit of robots. All eight of them are kind of behind this rock, but it's AI. I have to shoot something. So we measure R two D two is the only one that I can see because of the rock, but only four guys can see him. So I pick up three white dice, three black dice, no aim token, and I throw it, and I get six hits. <laughs> What kind of, what, in tarnation? R2-D2 blanks out. (laughs) I I wipe out R2-D2 in the middle of the map. Like He's walking towards the box to pick it up because he's going to spike that box in my own end zone. Yep. And he doesn't make it because I just blow it up. But then, of course, he retaliates by wiping my army off the earth. But you know, moral victory, as the Archie of the Podcast would call that, and I'll take it. Well, except now Brett's too busy getting real victories. Yep. Listen, listen real victories are overrated, <laughs> guys. We need that. We need game stores and tournaments to resume, so Brett can go back to losing. The yeah. online dice yes. rollers is magic power. <laughs> TTS empowers him. <laughs> he, he plays conservative and measured and thoughtful on TTS, and in real life, he just runs at you screaming, and you shoot him. That's not even talking about Legion. That's just what he does so, in real life. That's, that's just in yeah, general, just, yeah. He just runs at you and screams, yeah. So I had been giving Nerfly some rag on these maps. So then mm-hmm. I played Scarif in my third game. Oh, I decided not to change my list. I wanted to treat it like a real tournament. Here's what I brought. I like mm-hmm. Scarif. I like Scarif. Scarif my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I like the placement. I like where everything sits. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is where I'm playing the gun line. Ooh. I'm playing Garadan. Um, and I'll be real honest. I won in part because I bravely ran away um, <laughs> and because it was advanced positions, recover supplies, fortified positions. Yep. So I managed to knock off a um, mortar round, a, mor- a mortar unit with a BX range two shot that shouldn't have happened. Like he's got his Imperial guards guarding the mortar unit and I get enough hits to kill the mortar and kill a model off of the Imperial guard. Nice. Blah. It is white dice that shouldn't have happened, but it did. Hey, so I'll fleet, take it. Fleet Trooper Spike, man. Like. Exactly. The spike hit and it hit hard. And then he fire supported with his other mortar, which put him two activations down. Right. And that allowed my BXs to get to the middle at the end of round two. And I grabbed that box and I booked it. <laughs> I ran to the other Wait. side of the map because it's advanced positions. Wait a minute. I think you're doing it wrong, Ben. Aren't you just supposed to infiltrate onto the middle box? I thought that's how you played Recover Supplies. That's not how CIS does it. <laughs> Other That's the only way I know how to think about it. See. Yeah. Um, I got lucky that in his turn zero deployment, he put some units a little too far back. So I was always just slightly out of that range three, four band. Or if I was, I could take the hits. And so I grabbed my two boxes. I grabbed the center. And then I just basically built my own wall of robot bodies. Yep. And then made him fight this way through it. And at the very end, I nearly lost the game. So I have everything set up and everything's fine. I rush in Grievous to stop the forward advance. And I tie up all sorts of people. I make Boss come at me so he can try to get that bounty, which he's not going to because how well protected I am at that point. And then I realized, oh God, if he has Annihilation Looms, my box carriers are in the back and there's two B1s and a BX squad. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't smart enough, I'd only manage to get the BX squad next to two boxes, but not the third one. So if my guys panic, I lose I lose those boxes. I pick one up, right. but I'm not able to pick up the third one, possibly in time. And so there's a healthy chance I accidentally lose the game. And I got lucky he didn't carry it because he's using boss cards 
and he wanted the other one instead. Ooh. Yeah, he didn't have Annihilation oh, wow. Looms. What, what so I got you, very what lucky. Take instead of Annihilation Yeah, looms. that's a good question. Bosk's three pip. Yes, Bosk's oh, three pips. Okay. What was his other three pip, though? Assault. Garandin was nice. Yeah, Ooh, I got a, I got very lucky choice. there. It's a bold choice. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I kept sweating choice. it. And when I realized it, I was sweating it real hard. Um, I think he was expecting his um, critic to die. Okay. But because, no, of advanced, but because of advanced positions, we were just too far away. I don't have a range four in my my list. Right. Um, sure. It's just not something that we I do in this list. And so to get to that close enough, I'm just, I have to destroy a lot of other things. Um, Bosk, I, I managed to keep at bay by sending units at him in a place mm-hmm. where he couldn't really march forward. Like he had to go deal with the stuff I was throwing his way. Yeah, um, it's it's funny. Like Boss kind of wrecks rebel lists, and I think he's pretty solid against other imperial lists. Bosk isn't that great against CIS. No, There's because too many okay, of them. Yeah. You, you killed five bodies. This squad still has exactly. three more left. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you don't even get the heavy weapon with perfect crits. <laughs> no. That's very true. I had a robot leader for a B one, a B one unit leader. I thought for sure was going to get promoted to a tactical droid because he <laughs> lasted the entire game. Him and Grievous rushed the middle to join a melee. <laughs> That's awesome. It was delightful. So yeah, I'm currently uh, two and one, and I'm not changing my list because that I'm past that point. So no wild card for me. I'm sticking with this list to the end. Yeah, I have a game tomorrow night, and I think we're going to schedule one sometime next go. week. Nice. There you go. I have uh, I have kind of diet uh, wild card in a bit in in my group. <laughs> diet wild card. The Legion soda. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had a. I looked at, at where Refreshing. all the the players in my group were, and I had two players. I had the bid on. Um, and three players, or excuse me, then yeah, three players that were ahead of me on the bid. And I wasn't going to wildcard, but one of our players that I had the bid on uh, had the drop. Real life happens, and we got a, a sub in who had a bigger bid than me. And I had already played one of my blue player games. So I took, I hate to, gotta give me a minute. I took a page out of the Tim Hannon playbook what? and went oh, up no. to 799. Ah. So I could, <laughs> the one 800 point list I could still beat, but. This proves nothing, Tim. I know. The the other bids were 16, 14, and 14, and I wasn't going to outbid them. Holy Mary. Yeah. Gross. <laughs> hey. So I just went up, added some we extra recon and tell us some, extra, some extra, extra toys. Um, but like I talked about on our last show, I'm running uh, Jin, Cassian, K2, R2, double snipers, and, and six cores. Um, I... Uh, we have the father-son group. While well, well, Ben and Will's group has two stabcasters, we have a father and a son. I started by playing uh, Josh or Captain Cook as he's on the Discord with his Obi-Wan Fortress of Clones. Uh, it's this really spooky list of Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, two arc strike teams. I want to say it's been a while since I've played this game. An arc, a full arc team, uh, two phase twos, two phase ones, and Padme. Ooh. Uh, we played uh, on Scarif, which once again, good job, Nerfly. That is definitely uh, of at least the maps that I've played uh, the best, and I and I would happily can see that one uh, stay in the rotation. That one's that one's great. Um, we played uh, Scarif on Vapor Raiders, major offensive, and uh, we played Limbiz during deployment. He forgot we had Limbiz, so that kind of helped me with his first couple oh, deployments. He kind of oh, no. hid, he hid them further back in his deployment Ooh. zone. Than he really needed to. 
Um, we've, we've all done it. We've all done yeah, it. We've yeah, all, we've all been there. Um, so I get a more aggressive deployment and go and hit my evaporators. He hits one of his and tries to flank around with some arcs with a group of phase ones kind of supporting them with tokens. Then he takes up this position where I can only see his phase twos, but he's got Padme, a couple phase ones, um, and Obi-Wan completely concealed to where I can't see them. And he's just generating tokens that the phase twos can then spend. Um, Padme's just popping tokens left and right. She uh, she played the card where she gets reliable off uh, of the whole game and forgoes secret mission because he didn't yep. want to charge into my skirmishers. Right, right. He holds Obi-Wan back a turn too long because I just collapse on the middle. I've got a great piece of terrain where I've got my vets kind of held up in with their Mark II. I manage, there's that big rock on Scarif, and I come around the side concealing one of my uh, bloop tubes, the little Athorian uh, red, red, white, white, range two guy, and I get him behind a barricade just at range. So if anything goes to the evapor his evaporator he hasn't touched yet, it's going to be range two of them, and they just take standby tokens and dodges behind heavy cover. Oof, um, gross. Yeah, and when, when he it's finally loses the sniper war, I get his Cassian and K2 skirmish with his arcs. My snipers skirmish with his snipers. Um, I eventually I eventually kind of win that battle, and when he finally decides to come out with Obi-Wan, it's a turn too late. He starts really catching up in the kill point count, but he just doesn't have enough bodies to smack the evaporators with. And uh, and I end up end up taking the game because he played. I think just a, and we talked a bit about it afterwards. Just a touch too uh, too passive. But I'll tell you what, that clone fortress is terrifying. If my list isn't front loaded with a ton of short range skirmishy Pierce um, on Limviz, so I have time to to close that gap. I don't exactly know how I deal with it. Right. With, with guys in heavy cover with aims and standbys. I watched a, a set of arcs spend, I want to say, like five aim tokens to get the results they wanted. Ooh, gross. Um, and then Trigger Lethal. You've got them. <laughs> um, gross. And then Trigger Lethal. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty gross. Um, and once again, I think it came down to when Obi-Wan forgets guardianing and, and comes out and, and parties. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, so I, I managed to take Captain Cook. Um, then later in the week, I, I get his father, um, the, the trauma dog on the Discord. And he's playing the list that I was probably on, you know, because I don't, I don't know any of these players, on paper that I'm most afraid of. Do you want to know, judging by Ben's battle reports, who the star of that list is? It's Operative Luke. Um, <laughs> it's Operative Luke in a pizza gun. <laughs> who would have guessed? Yeah, but it's it's a it's an interesting list because it's Op Luke with just a generic officer as a commander, and then Op Luke Chewbacca. Huh. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. I, I am the red player, which is unusual for me, but the the deck kind of helps me right. because we play sabotage again, and we're on Endor, and we get Long March. Okay, interesting. So I don't know if you've done the math uh, with Long March and a pizza gun. But if yep. you put your pizza gun at the very front edge of your deployment zone, as he did, it can shoot anything that steps out of your opponent's <laughs> deployment zone, but not anything in the <laughs> deployment zone. So I uh, I infiltrate Jin onto my Vaporator behind some heavy cover. She gets shot once, uh, smacks the thing, does quick thinking, 
And then before he can activate it again, I smack the thing and then just back up. GTFO. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then for the few return fire shots she does get, she's got, you know, a steam leader and dodge tokens and stuff right. to keep she's her safe. Um, but if you've looked at the the Endor mat, very far back in my in the red player's deployment zone on Long March, all all the way maybe six, maybe range one from the from the back short edge, there's this bridge. This little trussle bridge that the Ewoks have, have constructed to get from hill to hill. And uh, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, unlimited range snipers are back. So I just uh, put Cassian in there on, on long range format and uh, had R2-D2 sitting beneath him, just giving him tokens left, right, and center um, to harry anything that, that pushed tokens forward. Tokens are overrated. Uh, he was a little passive with his op Luke. He took some uh, moves and dodges when he maybe should have taken some some double moves that he got into the fight a little late and we just kind of ran out of time. Uh, I did manage to, to get his op Luke because by the time he did engage, I was up several activations because I'm running a 12 activation list and it's very hard to have op Luke and Chewbacca and two ATRTs in a list with 12 activations. So I got up on the activation count and would force his Luke to move, and then whoever he crashed into just disengage and shoot him with whatever's left. And I got to unceremoniously uh, nab the the final hit points on Luke with uh, K2SO, who's just a beast. Um, he is definitely Gross. out of the Ugh. three games I've played so far. Gross. Ben He's so good. Um, boo, boo this man. Boo him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God, so are you, you going to move Cassian? K- yeah, he's like, are you gonna are you gonna move up and uh, and punch Luke to death with K two S O? Yes. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh. And then I took an aim token and threw five white dice at him. Oh, that's even yeah. worse. <laughs> well, it's if I if Luke's dice bail him out. Yes. I wanted at least the suppressive keyword to trigger. because yeah. uh, yep, yep. op Luke on one action isn't very good. Um, yeah, that's yeah. fair. So uh, I managed I managed to pick that game up. Um, uh, I once again I don't know how that game goes if I don't get great battle cards. So so my first two wins have been have been off the backs of of either long march against a melee short range focus list, and then limited viz against some some clones, which really helped me get into position. Right. Uh, so then I get to, I get game three against finger guns, um, and you can catch this game on R one's uh, Twitch channel because uh, he was uh, polite enough to to stream it for us. This was on Christophsis. Um, you'll see Brett and I in the Twitch chat replay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I went to bed like a rational gentleman we're trying because to... it started like 1130. Yeah. We, we did our best to make it entertaining. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, it was a game where I thought I deployed everything really cleverly. I put Jen on the middle intercept point, um, in a place where I thought she was going to be kind of safe, where there was a big rock that she could hide behind and not these huge swaths of dice pools from his, because he was running double vets, double Mark twos, um, couldn't really get to her. So I was rolling like six dice against two hits pretty regularly for the first two turns. And Jin just, I think she had one save all game. She was just throwing absurd amounts of dice and she just, she just dies. Good. Um, I managed to, to T1000 K2SO through an entire flank of his, uh, but it definitely was his, his weak flank. Um, and losing Jin, losing some forward momentum, I took some gambles on my weak flank to try to harass his safe uh, intercept point on major offensive, and it just the gambles didn't pay off to get me back in, and I, I ended up losing that one. So much like Ben, I am a uh, 2-1. I will say that often seems to be a theme of the games where you tend to lose, is that you take a gamble to get back in it. Yeah. And that gamble never pays off. Well, a lot of well, times I'm, when you're behind, that's the only way to catch back up. Yeah, when when I have a flank collapsing, because because Cassian, my commander, is kind, because I had to deploy him as a commander, 
um, to get a second bravery bubble on intercept. I wanted one commander on each of my points that I intended to capture. Uh, he had so many bodies because this was a, a 13 activation list to my 12 because it was a uh, Cassian uh, generic officer, his K2. He had three snipers to my two. Um, and then we both had six core. So we were playing an awkward mirror match. And especially in a mirror match, every little edge matters. Yep. Sure um, does. Your strengths and weaknesses get, get have to get even sharper. And that momentum curve... Uh, gets gets worse because you can't rely on the only the tricks that you can pull off because the thing i had in my back pocket which i really thought was going to help save me the game was a gin because our lists were pretty identical except i took a gin and he took an extra set of snipers and a generic officer but gin died turn two after not getting to do she was in a position to do exactly what she needed to do and roll a bunch of dice against a few hits and it just didn't work um uh, so finger guns, he played really well. Like I, I say this a lot of games that I, that I lose. Um, he didn't make any mistakes for me to claw my way back in. And mm-hmm. I had some things go against me and he didn't give me any opportunities to gain a foothold. So, so all three of my games were really close, tight games. Um, and, uh, and I got, uh, I got two, two really tough games against, uh, Grievous Tank and then uh, Luke and Tons still to go, and I'm Ooh. I'm not feeling super confident well, against either of those matchups. We'll so we'll see how we make <laughs> those it. Those will be fun to watch at least. It'll be good. Yeah, they'll be interesting. I mean, I'm glad that we're all, we're all doing well. Yeah, so mm-hmm. uh, listen, take a look at our Instagram where you can find our where we post all our photos uh, of our models. Part, hey, part, hey Ben, I think yeah, yes. yeah. We, we uh, do yes. got to go. Yes. We do have to go back. Uh, we do. We, we don't want to go back. No, no. no I, I refuse. <laughs> But we but have no, to go back. We have to. Because okay. we got to talk about Brett, Fine. enemy of the podcast. Oh, Brett, is, Brett, Brett is doing such a yeah. great job. Uh, <laughs> Brett, uh, Brett has Brett. Won, his, won his group uh, with a 4 and one record. His group isn't done yet, but with the way victory points in the uh, the system work, uh, he is guaranteed first place in his group. So congratulations, Brett. Congratulations to the podcast. Congrats. Look at him yeah. go. So proud. So in. And Anyhow. thankfully, we don't have anyone else to congratulate right. for doing yep. really yep. well. Yep. No one yeah. at all. Take, take so a look at our Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. yeah, where we Instagram. post the photos of all but, of our But I have interesting lessons. <laughs> Tim, what lessons do you have to bestow upon us? Win. Just win. <laughs> <laughs> this tactical advice brought to you by Timitation Irish. So take a look at our Instagram <laughs> where we post our model pictures. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. So last we spoke to you, Tim was 3 yes. and 0. In which we thought the world had clearly fallen apart. What mm-hmm. with the COVID and this happening, we were yep. clearly in the worst Correct. timeline, the, the darkest, worst. the very timeline. worst term- yes. timeline. <laughs> but but Tim's hardest games were still yet to come. So like, well, all right, so he'll go three and two and lose the group, and we were fine with that. We as a can podcast. only hope, right? Right, we were fine. I with was that also assuming Tim, that would be the case, right and I was also fine with this. Uh, and you know, that's that we're just going to carry on and, and live my life, focus on my streaming careers. I've been joking about. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> calling it a career is a bit ambitious. Calling you a person's a bit ambitious, but here we are, so it's fine. Oh, oh, I wow. was like, wow, wow, is that too real? Wow, <laughs> wow. All right, wow. sorry, Tim. Jeez, wow. wow. You're so I mean, I'm not editing out the time it took you to come up with a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> that was more of. I mean, well, listen when when you assault the hill of victory, which Tim has has physically completed. <laughs> you... Perhaps he can look down on us. It's a hill Tim. of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, so here's here's the only thing I imagine. I'm probably going to lose my next two games. Likewise. Wait. Well, you're not going to have I two know. more games, Tim. You're only going to have one. You're going to lose it. 
Um, but we're, we look into the, the looking glass that is uh, Tabletop Simulator and the Invader League. And if we, co- I'm probably going to lose, Ben will do okay, and Will's probably going to win out the rest of his games. <laughs> and that way we can look at the, the, the rating systems Why have uh, you for done Real this Life me? Legion, and it'll be a complete opposite, a mirror, oh. if you will, of what TTS Legion Now is. I was just insulting Will. I wasn't insulting his legioning skills. Like, that's... <laughs> That's a bit rude. I'm going to insult So <laughs> let's go and pull the lead because we're 35 minutes let's... into this. Tim is currently 5-0. and oh. What? Yes. I'm sorry. Do you hear me? Do you hear me, Internet? Tim nope. is 5-0. and zero. That is five wins, zero losses. Yay. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Yay. I this is the darkest timeline. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I currently have a beard. I'm shaving the goatee oh, as we speak. Gosh, no, <laughs> I'm wearing an eye patch because this is clearly the worst timeline. <laughs> Start to- as a near gen Xer, I was worried that COVID would give me, uh, you know, the casual suicidal thoughts that people have. But instead, it's Tim's record. Oh, Tim's yeah. record. <laughs> I that's, okay. Don't want to that's- live anymore. Jeez. You right. did this. We don't endorse these. Things. You did okay. this, Tim. You did Oof. this. Well, <laughs> I'll put that in my notes. <laughs> Striking a little close there. Um, so, yes, I'm 5-0. F- and oh, um, oh, that's too dark, but calling Will not a person is fine? I mean... Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yes. Sorry you work in mental health. <laughs> well, that's, that's, me too. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, how'd you get there, Tim? So, you are 3-0 in the last two weeks. We got that. So, how'd you get your last two wins? I'll I'll try to give the just the highlights of both to to try and sum it up for you. Uh, second game, uh, Vader was put out a little bit too far. Bikes came in, swooped in, and took advantage of that. Iden Iden and Bikes both shot him in the same turn. And also looking back on, I've not commented on this on uh, other places, but I really I keep forgetting to. He didn't guardian some hits that he could have onto his Imperial Guard, and I don't know why. I think it was just he forgot. Hey. Yeah, um, and he. Yeah, that that makes a big difference it, there. It, yeah, it, it would have. Uh, they pay for the guardian. Yeah, and so yeah. he just didn't do that, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, so Vader died real quick in that uh, fourth game, and then everything else was pretty much just clean up. It was uh, key positions with major offensive, and I forget our condition. I think it was just might have been clear, honestly, and uh, that was. That yeah, if it. you don't have Vader defending a key position, when you put Vader in your list, well, he yeah, was not in super well, but and then he wasn't. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah, and then he suddenly <laughs> wasn't. Um, the, the problem is, it's his a, only weakness wounds. <laughs> it was a Vader dewback list, which I I love, but also it is the problem is if both Vader and your dewback die, uh oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what happened. New ways to yep. do with it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's very sad. But well, that one, that one was rough. Uh, that was rough. <laughs> Out of all the uh, things you should uh, censor, you should censor that one. Um, yeah, I'm gonna delete this. <laughs> no, delete the whole recording. This Start whole over. podcast. All right. Um, <laughs> Please, but no, yeah, it's it was been a, it was minutes. a good game. That was my game against the Canadian, who is again super nice. friendly, super wonderful. We played it out. Does he know the other Canadian? I'm sure they all know each other. Yeah, they all know each there's other. Like, well, they're all friends. There's like 20, 20 million of them in the whole country. So uh, yeah, that's fine. Listen, I've watched some of Leonard Kenny now. Ah, look at you catching up. Yeah, no, look, look at, at that. that. Look at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Pitter patter. Well, let's get at. Speaking, it. let's get at her. So <laughs> then that brings us to my fifth game. Uh, and the one was I was really nervous about. I mentioned it last cast where the list was – it had more firepower than mine, honestly. On the on the straight-up fire line, gun line, firepower list, like, I was scared because he could roast this me. This is the other Imperial list we talked yes. about? Yes. Uh, and yeah. we got to turn zero, 
And I did a, an Invader League, I did a double pass, which I didn't think I would really do in Invader League. But we ended up... I, I, mean, I mean, I've passed on the first one. I've done sure, that. I passed yeah, on the first one. Yeah. Normally, the thing I want's in the middle. So, I'm so cool with that. So he eliminated it to where I, we got to advanced positions, bombing run, and supply drop. And supply drop, I didn't really care, whatever. Four to five positions was the next one over, so I thought I was going to go to that at least. But we, yeah, and, and so that was very much a lot of his doing because he... He vetoed evaporators, and I was confused at this. Yeah, that I was uh, I was casting this game with Dark. You can check it out on his channel. And we were both kind of taken aback by that. The blue player giving away sabotage, yeah. but I not mean, only I that, to have. give it away to your list, which is rather good at bombing yes. run. For those taking notes at home, he's got two bikes under. And he that. also got rid of minefield, which probably would have yeah hurt me trying to Ooh. get across there. Um. So yeah, so we mm. played bombing run, and I went, oh okay, I will play this game. That's fine by me. And so. Uh, as you can probably imagine, I threw all of my bombs on both my bikes and my dewback. That's the third one was a little bit questionable, but I put my dewback in the corner far enough away that where he probably most likely wouldn't be suppressed off the board. Maybe if he spurs bird, um, and we played it out and it was, it was a good game, but with those bikes with bombing run, whew, mm-hmm. oh, you just ran right in his opponent zone, dropped him yeah. off. Ran and, away. and hear me say, listeners, please. If you go back and listen to all my talks about bikes and people talking about are bikes viable, yes. And I always talk about being patient with them. I will say this is definitely – no, no. This is (laughs) – absolutely. This is definitely the game where I was the most reckless and careless with them. But that was on purpose for two reasons. A, they were bomb carriers. I wanted to get the bomb there and detonated. So all I had to do was focus on defense. And all I had to do was just not let him explode his bombs, which is great. And then also because the bombs were also bombs – I wanted to use them offensively mm-hmm. to hurt his cluster of units like Aiden and his shores and things like that. And uh, I tried to, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't get and a whole lot of success with that, but I tried to. And that was my, my thinking behind that. So I was definitely more aggressive than I typically would have been, but I had a reason for it. Would you say you yeeted the bikes? Yes. I'll give you credit where credit's <laughs> yes. due. Yes. Um, he didn't have a lot to respond with it, even if you had dropped, the, like if you dropped the bomb too early. Sure. And he didn't have a lot of guys in place to, to pick it back up, especially yeah. with the suppression that was coming and out. And I, I padded one of my um, sides. So I think it was a pretty safe. I padded bet. some of my guys with just like a that blue stormtrooper unit I had. If you go, like you, like Ryan said, uh, on Dark's channel, you can go and watch it. Blue was really there just to pick up the slack. If someone died too soon, they were just going to run in there and just try and hero squad it and just... Even if they cost them all their units, I didn't care. Victory points are victory points, and boom. Uh, but it, it is an interesting game to watch. Um, again, good commentary by Dark, and unfortunately also Ryan was there too, giving commentary. Lots of good notes that we could spend a whole show on. Uh, the sum of the thing is victory points is what matters the most. Remember that, kids. Everything else Victory points overall. It, and I, I do notice the theme a lot of times when people cast me, they'll say like, oh, you made this mistake, you made this mistake. That's because Tim makes mistakes. Well, I no, do. Sometimes it's true. Sometimes it's true. But a lot of times I'm making those mistakes to try and get victory points. Especially as an Imperial player, if I can get those points early on and then just sit and defend, I, I will do that. I will absolutely do that. And so that's sure. what I was really trying to do there. Thanks for that John Baden style uh, tooltip. The team with the most points will win. Exactly, but people forget, and it was it was very much killbox versus killbox towards the end there. And unfortunately, yeah. his kill his killbox is a little bit too far away. It has been the mantra of this podcast very for a long, long time. It is an objective game first, a kill yep. game second. Absolutely. 
And so it can look like an obvious mistake when you hang someone out there mm-hmm. to dry, but if that's because they're covering to get this other uh, point in yeah. position, then you've won the and, game. Yeah. It doesn't matter how many people are dead if you have and more that's, victory I mean, Yeah, trading units for victory points is always worth it. Right, and I definitely made mistakes. Uh, Ryan commented on it in the stream, and I, I will say this very openly and honestly ryan is 100 percent correct i messed up where i should have i should have shot and then moved and it got her in, into better cover and i didn't i got too greedy with her and she ended up dying eventually but it was a cal- semi-calculated risk i didn't realize i could i could have done that i just wasn't thinking in that term i was just thinking of trying to slow him down well, on the objective side you say calculated risk did Aiden survive that turn uh that turn yes next turn no <laughs> yeah so yeah wait so so you're winning and admitting that ryan is right yes absolutely who are you and what have you done with the real team? yeah this is the darkest timeline yeah oh man yes. well speaking of the darkest timeline take a look at our instagram <laughs> we posted photos of our models yes. and paints i have painted something in the last Woo. two weeks what i, and I took a photo my market no so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna go break your brushes now, no uh you can see uh Photos of what Will's painting for me, although he's been moving recently, so I don't know how much he's actually painting for me. Um, you can't see the AAT because he doesn't have it yet. And it's not um, real. It is real. It's, the store no, called it's me not and I real. went to pick it up. <laughs> it can't I mean, be. I wore a mask when I did it. I mean, I did. I wore a mask and walked in and we, you know, we exchanged money and credit card goods so no one touched anything. But And hugs. They, yeah. they did hug. It's <laughs> Droids so, can't yeah, get I, covid I, <laughs> we cannot take poison tokens. This is true. <laughs> so I do have my AAT tank now. So I got that. So we'll get that. We'll probably paint that because actually he will paint it because he owes me that. I will. He owes me a debt, Ooh, a life debt. But yeah, so check us out on the Instagram <laughs> at SWStabcast for the photos. I'm gonna go clean up my uh, Imperial Troopers here soon. Get them updated. Get them cleaned up. Do some things with them to so, look like so the ones I painted for you. Dust on the shelf. Yes. Well, oh, I mean, they maybe collect us, but yeah. He has to update them to match the, like, four I painted for him, because now they put the others so, to shame. Like, like, well, the Rebel set that I had, like, the bases were multicolored. I'd never finished a set uh. of scouts and a, a set of Pathfinders. Yeah. So I was like, let me just get these guys knocked out. And then Will is cleaning up my, um, uh, what do you got, my Tauntauns and uh, basically the other guys, the Rebel Vets. Anything from yeah. Hoth. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got my Tauntauns and my Rebel Vets, so he's getting those painted up for me right now. So yeah, they're pretty nice. They're pretty nice. Be sure to check out uh, the... Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Give us a rating on iTunes and a subscribe on Spotify. As always, we're available at all the podcasting resources, and we appreciate you listening. While you're also looking for us, you can find us on the Legion Discord, which is the kind of the host of this TTS Invader League. Obviously, it is on TTS, but all of the organization is through the Discord. So you can find us on there. Uh, lots of streaming. If I'm not streaming, then Ryan may be streaming, or one of us may be co-casting. It's been a really great community that's been all reaching out with a bunch of streamers. Uh, I really like we've been trying to push to stream. Uh, you know, sometimes with the Discord, you kind of you get to be very buddy-buddy with some folks, and it's hard to, to kind of step into that if you don't know anyone. And so, fortunately, we're really trying to stream everyone that we can. So throw your game up there mm-hmm. if you're playing ask for it to be streamed so we can all get to know you better uh but yeah it's been a good time you can find us all on there at stabcast whatever our name is currently i'm unfortunately still cinderella story hannon but i'm working on changing that <laughs> i didn't do it it's not my fault i'm sorry um listen unlike other podcasts you like to talk about other games other than legion Ooh. occasionally tim and i will play a game but we don't call it a legion game <laughs> <laughs> that's right oh hey now hey now <laughs> I, for one, apologize to our, our overlords that are in the future. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Jay Shalinsky is not paid. You me, sold so out first, Ryan. Until then. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I yeah, but I my non complete compete clause is cool because it's an RPG show. Check out Recover the Supplies on Fridays on YouTube. God damn! It. Oh my god! <laughs> he snuck it in there. Oh. He did. Yeah. How right dare you? Hey, Tim gave me the I door. Like, I just took how it. How dare you, Ryan? But also, while you're at it, you can check out the uh, Fifth Trooper streaming of the Sea of Thieves game. I got to play last week with them, <laughs> and it might become no. a regular thing. It'd be great. You just I, said you weren't going to talk about not leaving. I didn't say that. Ben, and both right. of you just yeah. did. Ben did. Ben so, said that. I. I know. I mock them while they were playing Sea of Thieves. I mock he them mocks quite us because we have <laughs> friends. Continue. <laughs> that's, I mocked, that's probably true. I mocked them by not giving them views. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to support the show, you can pick up a t-shirt on our Spring Teespring store like Cool Kai did on the Discord. Sent us a lovely selfie all the way from Australia rocking his Stabcast t-shirt. We definitely appreciate the kind words and support. We have uh, fans. keeps our server yeah, we do, believe it or not. Why? Uh, helps us keep our servers running. Uh, you can drop us a line at swstabcast at gmail.com. Uh, guys, I'm not going to lie. Send us questions, concerns, show topics, whatever you want to hear us to talk about, because uh, it's it's getting tough in, in COVID land with not as much Legion happening, especially as Invader League is going to start to wind down. Uh, we're going to need help talking about stuff. Yeah, uh, so unless you want every episode it. to be two hours of Ryan and Ben telling you about all their decisions. Please send us topics. <laughs> please, please. <laughs> well, listen, now, we do live in a state that is currently trying to reopen everything. Oh, yeah. people are so playing games there are, again, yeah. There are people playing games. I will say I'm not one of them. No, I'm not going yeah, to. Yeah, the, the nature of me and Ben's and Tim's I, work kind of kind of prevents us yeah, from doing that. I feel left out. Yeah, you should. Yeah, well, oh. Will, Will doesn't work, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wasn't going to say it, but you did, so okay. <laughs> no, I'm a manservant now. Okay. He's yeah, a manservant yeah, now, so. <laughs> There'll be no context for that audience. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, it, for, it is something that I'm not quite ready to go out there in public and yeah. play again. I, I miss my friends out there. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not quite at that place because, again, of my job. And like I said, same thing for Tim and for Ryan. So we're still playing mostly online and talking about the things we're doing, but haven't quite made it back out into the real world. Speaking of things from online, the news. The, the news. news. There is no the news. news. There is some news, but it's news. fake there's, news. There's a bit there's of news. Never, no fake. one cares about it. But. Don't listen to Ben's fake news. The AAT is not real. <laughs> I don't believe it. It was in my hands. I have it. Is it? It's downstairs on my kitchen table. Pixar, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, Pixar on the Instagram page, or it didn't happen. Yeah. Done. Done. I did actually hear on the on the interwebs, uh, Vital Assets is actually on its way. According to FFG, it is ready for shipping in the next day or two. So people who bought from FFG say they're getting notifications about shipping. So All right. This yeah, can be real. I think the sh- the street date, I think, is the 6th for uh, Vital Assets, and uh, or maybe it's the 5th. Uh, and it's the 5th. I've seen a lot of stuff coming out on the 5th. For uh, Aiden, Cassian, uh, K2, and, and Vital Assets. That's not bad. So, yeah. I, no. I look forward to those things. Having played with Vital Assets in the TTS League, I am so happy to finally see it. <laughs> yeah, Vital Assets, and I can't obviously speak for, for Aiden, because I actually haven't even gotten to play against her yet, which I'm really looking forward to. But Cassian, I, and more importantly, K2... I cannot, cannot, cannot wait for. So let's return to the Red Player's Dilemma. It's been a while, dear listeners. It's been a minute. But remember, yeah, is it really a dilemma? So what is the Red Player's There's Dilemma? There's no dilemma for yeah, Red Players. Tell me. I've never been a part of Five one. 5-0, oh, Red Player, all of Boom, get wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim and I tend to be Red Player. Tim because of active choice. Me because sometimes, <laughs> that's just where I end up. Because I feel like I have enough skill to play reactively. Tim because he refuses to believe in a bid. Damn um, right. Oh, I'm going to back choices. Ben up there. 
I'm going to back Ben up there. It's not that he his skill makes him play reactively. It's the only way Ben knows how to play <laughs> any board game ever. Oh, he it's doesn't true. take the initiative. He figures out what you want to do, and he tries to mess with it. Like like Varys the spider, I allow you to come towards me and thus fall into and my How did that work for Varys? <laughs> but Varys has plans of his own. Ben doesn't have plans of his own. Oh, he I've just wants to figure out what yours are and ruin them. <laughs> Varys Which writes about treason in a letter. In a game. <laughs> oh well no, no spoilers well, no. no spoilers here kids even though it's we we also don't talk about that terrible in that show so but anyway tell me of this red player dilemma here's the thing you choose an 800 point list so you are the red player and you are stuck with whatever deck your opponent brings because of the heart of the cards and or your poor decisions um you've gotten the following setup what do you do here's our setup hemmed in bombing run fortified positions you oh boy i love it can i concede right. so, <laughs> you I, could i think before we start this there's there's a couple things we need to call out By i all means. have not played bombing run so i'm going to give some advice on how i think bombing run might be played i don't know uh, if good baseless true. speculation uh, our favorite continue tim have you played him i have not played him yeah. i've played bombing run <laughs> But collectively, and I played hemmed in in fortified position, but not bombing run. Collectively, yeah. we've played these this scenario. Collectively, we don't know as a shot. unit. Well, yeah, uh, people the, know that. Yeah, yes. they, yeah, that's our brand. They, they listen to this podcast. That's they know. Yeah, <laughs> they listen because they pity us. Uh, the other thing <laughs> we have to consider follow. is this is the this is the first red players dilemma that we've done with uh, um, asymmetrical obje- uh, deployments. So. They are, we have to, obviously this is called the red player's dilemma. I think we need to talk about it both from the blue and the red player's point of view because it will alter the way you play. Because Hemden has that much different to it. It's it's crazy. No, absolutely. It is, it is such a crazy deployment and I love yep. it because of it, but it's yeah, such a yeah, crazy absolutely. deployment. So I have only played Hemden and I've played it quite a bit. Um, I've only played it as the blue player. Oh, look who took a bit. Oh. <laughs> Fancy <laughs> smashy. We all know that I'm the aggressive bidder of the four of us. By that I mean I take a four point bid. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So so how do how do these interact with the factions we represent, and how do these three cards interact more importantly with each other? Um, See, I would think with your faction, Ryan, with mm-hmm. it being rebels, you would want the red side because you can manage two flanks. Yeah, you almost we, always have the com- the I commanders. You've almost always got yeah. the people. Like I would imagine, you would be okay with that, with him in as a red player. Rebels can go wide; they absolutely can. But especially with the list that I'm running now and that I've practiced hemmed in on, with my ability to to pump out tokens with teamwork and calculate the odds, now having two sources of it, if you can get the rebel death ball rolling with Inspire being short range, Leia's take cover being short range, some of Luke's and abilities on his command cards, meaning he has to be in command range. Um, while you absolutely 100% can manage multiple flanks, I think it is a really, like, the the Rebel Death Ball and being so close to the middle to be, to be able to Death Ball on that middle point is insanely good for Rebels, um, provided the terrain is helpful. You know, you know what would help make the terrain really, really helpful? Being blue player? Uh, if you get to put down a bunch of barricades. Lame. Oh, yeah. Actually, that no, might I'm just kidding. Too. As an Imperial, I love barricades. That's great. Yeah. Give me more things yeah. to yeah. hide behind. I mean, who doesn't love some barricade goodness? Heavy cover with red saves? Yeah. Yes. Rebels, I think, really like like fortified because not by much, but I think by a smidge, 
rebel lists on average are going to have more melee threats in tons and luke which don't care about barricades and more sharpshooter to reduce the impact depends how many do backs you face so i think for yeah and so i think uh i think fortified is pretty good for rebels especially being able to fortify um whichever flank you want to you want to hit on um especially if you're in that that central you know blue player deployment um the only counter to that would be the amount of critical other factions have to get past them. Right. Not 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 gonna run. <laughs> um, I've pushed one of his buttons, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see how many I can get. And I will say the critical number, that is a problem mm-hmm. at, yeah. at red player in this particular setup. Yeah. It absolutely is. Um so so hemmed in, bombing run, fortified position. Um bombing run, I think, is very good here for the uh for the blue player, particularly, I know this is the red player's dilemma, but but I guess I'll attack it from the from the blue player's point of view, and some of y'all can hit on on the other other finer points. He's allergic to red player thinking. Yeah, I, I am. <laughs> the thing that that bombing run on blue gives you is flexibility, because if you start so much pushed towards the middle, that rush distance is very slow, and you don't have to commit to a direction. Um. You can go left or you can go right. If you go on the opposite side from where you you deployed, you can still just change to the other side. And it's only going to cost you one move, not a, you know, not two or three moves, depending on on terrain. And so I think watching where your opponent is going to be deploying their units and where their bombs are going to go, you get a lot of flexibility. And I think for a blue player, bombing run on hemmed in could be really, really, really cool. So I got to ask you, though, because I got to get mm-hmm. you back. We are red player's dilemma. How do you defend? If you're in the red zone, you have so much zone for them to run uh, into. You guys spread yourself very thin trying just to be block imperial. it. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think you can do it. I think you can do it one of two ways. Um, I think you try to find those, whatever your non-movers are going to be, your, whether that's emplacement troopers or just a gun line unit, you use that fortified position to put maybe a third of your slower units on one flank just to hold where you think that that blue player may rush. But if you're on the other side, you get all your fast movers and you don't play defend in the proper sense is you just try to get them to defend to, to drop it real quick. And I think it just comes down to, to target priority. You're not getting to go after probably the high value units you want. Um, because I think if you're, there's a trap with how short this distance is where you so might short. make some active choices to put your bombing run targets on units that you normally wouldn't since they don't have to go as far. If I'm running Tauntauns, like on battle lines, they're definitely going to be my bomb carriers, but they might not be on hemmed in because I don't have to go as far. And I might want to incentivize someone to shoot something else other than putting all my value on my Tauntauns, if that makes sense. Or just yeah, be Imperial. I, I can see that. I can see I'm that. I'm just saying. Like as an, no, but also you're, like all joking aside, <laughs> as an Imperial, I don't mind this as much if I'm red player because... Mm-hmm. <sighs> Courage is an issue, absolutely. If I'm single commander, courage is an issue. But I can still, if I can get enough good of position on at least one side, I can put my longer range units on one end or mix and match either way and have enough of a, maybe not so much a kill box, but enough coverage that I can, if not kill them, at least suppress them and slow them down so that my units that whatever side they're on can sweep in and and help finish the job. 
I will say this setup is really good for Imperial yeah. because you've got such range. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can almost shoot into their deployment zone from right, the Right, that's what corners. I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it's it's kind of like, I mean, okay, it's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world either. No, de- depending on on the terrain, the, the forward position that blue player gets on hemmed in can turn into a kill box against them really quick. Or the terrain can save their bacon and give them a safe flank that, that the enemy has to walk around and it's glorious. It can definitely be a choke both point. both happen to me. Yeah. But Tim, they've, they've got fortified positions. There's barricades everywhere. You can't uh, shoot I also bad. have barricades, sir. And my barricades with my red saves are better than your barricades with your white saves. Unless you're a clone player, but we don't talk about those. So... <laughs> One really cool thing to, to mention, too, about fortified positions on, on Hemmed In, I think you get a lot of flexibility as the red player with your fortified positions because yeah. the blue player, since they don't have as much surface area to work with, they're yeah. going to kind of go in all the typical places as, as your blue player. As your red player, you really get to, I think, do, to, to borrow a term from the rule book, you're going to get to do more defining of the battlefield yeah. as, you, yes. as you place those oh, things yeah. down. Because you have so much of the battlefield with which to get to from range one yeah. to two. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I don't hate it. And also remember too, like this is not the disarray rules where you have to have units in both sides. Right. If if the map makes it so that one of your red points is really disadvantageous to you, just just put everything over on the other one. That's 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 fine. That that is scary (laughs) to use with bombing run. That's true. That's Um, true. Because I'm sorry. That's very wide open. I wasn't thinking bombing run when I did that with. uh, with with Will, R2 was like, I guess I'll just waddle yeah. that way. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I forgot about the rest of it. I was so focused on the uh, deployment. I mean, if they don't have anything fast, that might work out. If you can think you can tag it before then. Sure, sure. Yeah. yeah. And the other, the other thing to consider that I think is really funny is at the end of the day, in order to score points on Bombing Run, you have to drop bombs and they survive have to survive to the end of the round. Right. And not only do they have to survive to the end of the round without the opponent picking them up, which is very easy to do because the rush distance is so short. I have not mathed this out, and I wish I would have beforehand. I want to say with two, maybe three trooper moves, probably three if we're playing fortified positions, because the, the drawback of fortified positions is the game takes, like, there is so much difficult terrain in the way. This... I would yeah. not begrudge anyone for taking environmental gear yeah. on any of their units if this is going to be in their yeah. battle card yeah, deck. Because yeah, yeah. um, when Ryan and I played this, we managed to get enough fortified positions. It was always, well, speed one over that thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we um, left no space for ourselves. But you are you don't have to move that much because bombing run, you just have to get it to range one of their deployment zone. And then you have to set, to drop it. It has to survive. And then at the end of each round, you can only set one of them oh. off so you kind of have to get somebody over there and survive three times in a row it's not like i can run up real quick put a quick blitz out there drop three bombs and then set them all off get three points blow a bunch of stuff up i have to do it and i have to hold an area near your deployment zone for three consecutive turns and so it's like uh, bocce with hand grenades and that's and that's <laughs> tough because uh i don't know about you guys but right now we're living in the tabletop simulator world what are your rounds going to and we're playing three-hour games. I know you and Will's game went four turns. Yeah, and I know theirs went to four rounds. Unfortunately, the game I just played the other night went to four rounds, but we were uh, we were on the cusp of making it to five. We were so close. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were so close. Um, my game against Bobet, we got to six, 
And I mm-hmm. only died, literally, I died in the very last round of getting wiped. I mean, like, I held on Most that of my long. other games go fast when you're right being tabled, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Most of my true. other games have gone to six, um, honestly. And okay. I went to five against Garadan. Yeah. Uh, my two uh, games gone, have gone to turn four, four, four and five. Yeah. So, and I think when playing Bombing Run, that is something you have to be, regardless of your deployment, but especially with fortified positions slowing you down, you have to be really cognizant of that you can only blow up one per turn. And so you kind of do have to Blitzkrieg it to get over to their side of the board. Yeah, if there's four turns, yeah. I mean, you can't. You probably can't do it turn one. So that's two, three, and four is your only opportunities. Yeah, the, the, only, pe- like, the only people that may be able to do it turn one, I mean, Hemmed In is going to make it a little easier. Sure. But uh, speeder units and maybe on Hemmed In, maybe Tauntauns. Speed three stuff, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, we're and- looking at you, Tauntauns. We're looking at you... Uh, Staps and bikes and uh, <laughs> and snow speeders. I don't even know if the X thirty four, since it's just speed two, yeah, um, I don't think, think they can make it. Um, I'll be honest, my BXs at Scout three. I mean, they are halfway yeah. there. And well, the problem is, Ben, if you read bombing, oh, that's run, right. You got to be in the deployment. You, yeah. you can only put it on units in the deployment zone, so you have to forego Correct. that scout. So is but that whole, fast because of scale? Is that wholly within? Because I have scouting ATRTs that have the question. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It is holy within. Damn it! Holier than thou. It's like um, they made it to taunt me. <laughs> so yeah, because I know I remember so, thinking, oh my gosh, bombing run on rollout is going to be super strong, and but, it's actually probably a pretty terrible combo. Yeah, yeah. because of those vehicles. Yeah, because they start out. So so Will, how do, how does your faction play with this? Your clones, your clone ball, but your blue, your red player. So you're split apart, maybe. Maybe. You got you got two deployment zones. So you can't do the nice clone ball you would like to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously it depends on the list. I could try if I had double commander, I could run the two miniature clone balls and try to get that sorted out. I would probably end up with one on Obi Wan, just try to get him there because he's the most resilient thing I have. He's tanky enough to get there. Yeah, and he can get there by attacking something that maybe has a bomb on your side huh. if it works out perfectly. Huh. And Rex makes a great screener on one side because he's going to take half your forces to the middle of the board. And say, I dare you to get across this line. Right. Well, and Rex, I think, is also going to be a great defender against this uh, because of that gunslinger and because of his limited range. But bombing run, you have to run at your opponent at some point. Well, and hemmed in as well. actually want to play the objective, yeah. When Ben and I played hemmed in, Rex shot turn one. <laughs> yeah, that's did. bananas. Yep. He absolutely did. I mean, that's, that's what he can do with that kind of scout and that kind of forward position. And, and then, then Grievous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, of course, Grievous didn't take any damage. ka <laughs> Not on that shot, but later, later he took many. So yeah, I actually think Will's faction is probably okay with yeah, this. Yeah, I don't think I don't it's think really this dependent. Like, I think yeah, that's true. I think if you're bringing a uh, the Rexnar immobile thing, it's a little tougher. But for lists that are built to be more mobile, I think they'll have a, a lot better chance in this kind of setup. Essentially, yeah, I do think uh, the Republic also has a couple. I think Obi Wan is going to be an excellent bomb carrier. I think I think. Republic has some of the best bomb carriers. Mm-hmm. Uh, sa- white saving ATRTs are going to be excellent bomb carriers. Even if you don't have, you don't get the the scout. They can climb over things. They, you know, very few things are going to slow them down. And uh, f- not many, but there's a few Republic players out there. There's this thing called the saber tank that I think would be a pretty great saber little tank. bomb carrier. Oh yeah, that little thing. <laughs> the uh, God, I about the that. speed two pipe plate, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. I mean, like, I spent turns trying to kill it. it took four turns and did at the very end of so, fourth turn. So if we're talking about it on... If we're talking about it on a hemmed in, red, if you're a red player, you're fine with a saber tank. If you're a blue player, 
you're going to struggle to fit that if the terrain's real heavy like it is on Tabletop yeah. Simulator. Yeah, mm-hmm. you will. Like, Ben and I did some math, and it was like, on the map we ended up with, there were two legal pl- positions for my tank when we played. And that meant every also... other unit had to be grouped off yep. to the side because the tank took right. most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, if we're playing Bombing Run on Hemden with a Saber tank, I'm pretty sure from just about anywhere on the table, because either color, it can make two moves and be at range one of your deployment zone. Oh, definitely. There we go. Yes, also true. Definitely. <laughs> I have haven't done the math on how fast it moves entirely but it's uh and ridiculous. it can probably get it in one move if you like forward deploy it in either the red player corners or the the top of the blue player triangle it can probably just do one move because remember when you when you move and you've you're carrying a either a crate or a bomb or some object that you have claimed in, or a hostage you get to stick it anywhere you want base in base to base contact with your unit leader right so you can you can take it from the back of your tank, move your tank, and then stick it at the front, and it's probably going to be in range one of your opponent's deployment zone. On hemmed in, definitely. Yeah. On major, uh, sorry, on danger close, probably the same thing. Yeah. But we, oh god, we will have a discussion about danger close probably next episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Red on red player's dilemma because that thing is wonky. It is bonkers. And I've, I actually have a lot to say about that that deployment. And I'm excited to, to have that talk later. Uh, final the final thoughts. Uh, how do droids play this uh, on on Hemmed in Ben? Uh, if you've got the tank, you kind of do the same thing. Because um, sure. at that point, you're going to shoot everything you want to anyway. But yours is slower. Things, it is slower. It is slower. But you can also side strafe sideways and get over there. So <laughs> um, it is a little bit slower. It is. But at that point, you're probably shooting things on your way. So take your time with it. Let it be the yep. last bomb that explodes, not the first bomb. Um, the guys that move fast. I mean, those BXs. They do. They scale quickly. Uh, I balance the B2s live longer. Even though they have the white die, that armor in fortified positions will keep mm-hmm. them alive longer getting there, to at least within range one before they die. I, I think it's a toss-up. I think the B1s do a pretty good job of defending with that bomb, mostly because there's enough shots yeah. you can probably suppress them down as they're on their way. But yeah, you might- also have a bunch of great bomb carrier options, because I think those B2s, especially on fortified positions, if you can plot kind of the path you oh, want to yeah. take, yeah. you're going to do a slow death march towards your opponent anyway He's- to close that range yeah. too. And since I don't care about suppression... Mm-hmm. In the general, as long as Grievous is somewhere in the neighborhood, then yeah. I'm probably going to be okay with the bodies because it's going to take you eight shots to, to do, destroy I mean, an entire unit of even a, Even a naked guy is six wounds behind armor one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Would so, you consider putting it on yeah. Grievous? I would because I would. I've ended up in that deployment zone bunches of times. <laughs> I didn't know if you'd be too afraid of losing him before he got there. Um, He's, al- he's always a threat. Now, he'll be the last to move on turn one and the first to move on turn two. Well, the last of your nine, and then they have three more. Yeah. I actually think if you're playing bombing run, you move him last on turn two, because if you drop that box too early, yeah. your opponent can just move into base to base oh, and yeah. pick it up. But then he's exposed to suppression or whatever. But, but I think the idea is to get into melee with something on the other side. So Because I, I, I don't, don't have to drop it, the bomb it, until the end of the, ne- it, it, the, start it, of the next it one. It could be interesting. The other, the other thing to point out that we've kind of touched on but haven't talked about... Uh, not only do these little objective tokens score you victory points, they also explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Explode. That's yeah. why it's called bombing. <laughs> oh, <bro>. yeah. <laughs> and I think the CIS player and the, I think both prequel factions are the least affected by the explosions. Um, uh. It could do some bad things to some droids, but... They're probably gonna just soak it and be fine. Uh, you've got enough. Yeah, dudes. that's true. Yeah. If you do, 
if you are deploying correctly, I think with B1s, they're yeah. not as close as they look. No, because you want to daisy chain them right. all around. Right. So. And so you just end blowing up the non-bridge components. So, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, you know, I think the clones are hurt by it a lot, though. That extra suppressive on there is not doing anybody any favors for them. So, yeah, something interesting is is they are they do have blast, and are they are are they, they, su- are, they are suppressive, right? Yeah, they are. So here's the other interesting thing about about the timing chain. If I'm not mistaken, it's at the ve- it's one of the very last things yes. you do. So you clear suppression for the round as you normally would, and then bombs go off. So you could start the round really? with uh, suppression f- no. on them. No, you. It's yeah. I it's think the end of the work. activation okay, phase. So, Oh, it's the end so, of the act. I thought it was the, the, start, it was the yeah. end no, of the end, the end of, okay. So you, because that's what was the, my last game when they were getting set off. We were discussing this actually. So yeah, so right. they go off, and then obviously with suppressive, there's two suppression, and then you automatically lose one, which is not that bad at first, but it did have some effect on some other units that had multiple suppression on them, and then they clear one and they get some extras. So it, it's not game over sometimes, but it can be that one deciding right. one or two extra deciding factors that. Can be rough. Like, uh, case in point, he had, I believe, there was a unit that had two suppressions. It's probably that daggum mortar. For 15 saves on one mortar. <laughs> but, um, which is not an exaggeration. Some people can go back and watch that. I think it was 12. Sorry. 12 saves on a mortar. It's, but anyway. It's so funny because all I did was pick off Garandan's yeah. mortars like they were nope, going out of style. It's like, pop. Dead one, pop but at the dead end of the one, game, pop, at the end one. of the day, that, like, yes, you can. That was unfortunate for you, Tim. But you won the game, and I don't think that mortar was too terribly impactful. Uh, no, I'm just saying it was insane. But anyway, I, I'm, I, you're right. I, you don't have to. Yeah. Anyway, but regardless, even when he wins, he has to complain about that. He had. Yep. So he had suppression on him, and he had so much suppression that even though when you removed one with the suppressive, it, it did add up, and he had to clear it. Now, of course, he did clear right. it because <laughs> why wouldn't you? So that happened, but still, like it can add up pretty quick. I kind of have dreams of putting this on a droidica, rolling it up to range one, yeah, and then coming out of droidica or wheelie mode and like boop, 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 and then to suppress the bejesus yeah. out of people. Well, then Opluke just jumps on it and kills it. Oh, no, yeah, don't get wrong. I mean, Opluke is mostly death. Oh, yeah. Mostly death. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pinball wizard. It's the best he ever had. Okay. Uh, any other any other closing thoughts on on our red plays no, dilemma? It's not a dilemma. I it's think we've great. talked a lot about hemmed in, a lot about bombing around fortified positions is exactly what yeah. you think it is. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and I and I think it actually helps all the players. I think it helps rebels more because they have a little bit more sharpshooter. Yeah. yeah. Um, it helps me as a CIS player dramatically because otherwise I almost never get cover from right. things. And it's because also I don't super take cover from suppression. Yeah, and it's oh, very absolutely. Table dependent. But since I get no suppression cover. I mm-hmm. almost always am never in heavy cover. Um, yeah. Because no, I have to go do something and it's out in the middle of the open. So that robot wobbles out there like, yeah. woo, arms and legs everywhere. So Will, take us home. Take us home. Yeah. So I've mentioned it a little bit, but I wanted to have a discussion about the boogeyman of the Invader League, the Rex Star yep. standby sharing nightmare that is the clone faction at the moment. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I think, I think Rex star is a little misleading of a name because I have like, at least the one I've played has Obi-Wan in it as well. Yeah. But... I mean, it's, it's a flexible archetype, but it is arcs and phase two is using standbys from naked troopers and all their other tokens to just zone and, control yeah. the crap out of a board. Like any, unlike anything we've ever seen before in Legion. Because we're playing with so much unreleased product. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mechanics upcoming for the Republic. And once again, we won't see an actual tabletop legion 
until, you know, who knows when. If the delays keep going, well, it may be all the way up until, like, October, November, you can, but theoretically yeah, September. Far, but yeah. you, can, um, you can do it with Phase 2s that are already released. Yeah. No, but you yeah. don't have the tactical from the arcs right now and True. the token spawning from Padme. Um, so that really, I don't know that I think, you... I don't know that y'all have really explained this as well as because when when Will first posed this this question, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Because I've beaten Will twice, and Brett has beaten me once, and I but I've not seen this list. Well, because we don't play so it. What, exactly, <laughs> y'all don't play it, and so let me paint a picture because I did get to play Captain Cooks. Um, it's an army that's comprised of a couple big frontline fighters in Phase Two and Arcs. Typically, something with Bravery Two, so it's not losing its action economy. As easily. Um, in Captain Cook's case, he had it backed up by Obi-Wan, who can guardian and take all kinds of tokens and aggressive tactics. And so Padme and the uh, Phase 2s, at the very start of the round, are spawning uh, surge tokens. Some of Padme's cards also give her things. She has quick thinking she can use early. We've got aggressive tactics. We've got, you know, Obi-Wan's Guardian. We've got Tactical from the Marks or from the uh, the Arcs. arcs. And uh, what the whole idea is is to rush up to a very defensible position, get your phase twos, or basically your your units that have a training slot that has Overwatch in them. And you wait to activate them as long as you can, and you have everyone else sit behind cover and just generate tokens. Standby tokens, aim tokens, dodge tokens, whatever you need. And anytime you try to march in and play the objective, you, you try to get your main gun line, not just your heavy weapons if you're playing an Imperial list, um, into the fight, he's just getting to burn standby token after standby token after standby token. And it's not like, I think Brett and Will play a lot of this fire support game. And these lists don't really focus on fire supports. They take the other half of the clone identity and they sit and they play this really tactical um, denial game that I think when Ben finally sees it, he will be in awe, smash his droids, and come play clones where he can just deny his opponent who wants to do absolutely anything. Because mm-hmm. the cool thing about it is the phase ones, who are not the bulk of the army, are just four-man guys crowded behind a box where they can't be seen, basically throwing ammo cartridges to their big brothers. When you explained it as the Phase 2s using the other squad's weapons for the cost of the Phase 1 squad, I was like, oh, yeah. there's yeah. the value town. Yeah, it is bananas. Um, and uh, I, I think it's a really strong style that we're starting to see emerge with some of these new releases in, in TTS. We always knew the standby token was going to be an issue because yep. they did an RRG change very quickly after the, the faction came out. Well, and even with that, they're still doing it. So I'm glad that that's a change that happened because otherwise, <laughs> oh yeah. And basically, so, the, for those not in the know, what the change was is you can each unit can only spend one standby token per action. So even though if one unit sees you know someone take an aim action, they want to spend a standby. If they have access to five, they can only spend one. Right. You would need five squads that can see one each, essentially. Right. Then you could shoot five times if you wanted. So is the solution to make a standby token not green? Uh, no, because I think that kind of ruins what uh, what clones yeah. have going for them. I don't know that it's a problem. It's not yet. a huge problem. People are freaking um, out over nothing. So I mean, well, it isn't. Let's talk so, about the Invader League stats. Yeah. Uh, Will, you did the math. I did the math. I went through. 
So not only are clones the most popular faction in Vader League, we have 23 U.S. groups. I'm sorry, I didn't look at the other regions. I should have. Wow. But 13 of the 23 <laughs> U.S. groups have at least Australian one clone clones. player in the top two as of yesterday. Yeah. So clones are doing really well. And, you know, I don't know all these but lists, whether or not they're doing they're this. They're doing really but... well, but there's also more of them. So, yeah. like that. No, it's nothing definitive. It's yeah. just clones are doing really well. See, this might be an issue once they come out in real life, but there also might be point balances before then. I don't know. Yeah. And that's why it's... I wondered, was it a new faction meta issue? Because we often have that happen. New stuff mm-hmm. comes out. We haven't quite figured out how to deal with it as <laughs> yeah. well. Right. Well, and clones and... at launch, and really even, like, if we look at just clones on the table today... I would say they are the weakest faction uh, if we are using just U.S. released-based product. Sure. I know it's, um, at uh, LVO they were the worst performing in the... Yeah. And I guess that's the last big tournament we have but to go off yeah, of. Since... Yeah. But we also didn't have Phase 2s at that, I don't think. Yeah. You didn't have Phase 2s. And I think the arcs really step it up because cool. they can, they they can throw so many dice. Um, they have good guns at several different range bands. They're spawning... Typically, you know, aim tokens and surge tokens with aggressive tactics, especially in this type of yep. list. Um, I, it's it's big. It's a big spooky fortress. No, the uh, the single arc, the single arc team I have in my current list has been the MVP in both games. Even though in Ben I, Ben's game I still lost, they did some heavy work. Yeah, it was the it was the the trooper unit I was most scared of because arcs are death troopers but more right. aggressive. Yeah, the the black white at range two, you don't think it's that impressive until they roll twelve dice and you're like, oh, yeah, and they have four yeah. aims and from their friends of, and they just make everything yep. die. And the tactical gives them the as they walk mm-hmm. forward, they get that extra reroll. I mean, yeah, it so is gross, gonna, especially if they angle themselves in so they're at range one but they're still moving forward. And then the I mean, arc strike yeah. team is probably the best at current cost i think even though it's oh yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely 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 even though it's four points more than the uh, rebel one i think the coat the cost is worth it <laughs> all right i think before yeah, i rant i do want to i do want to make one one statement this this list this archetype to me anyway and i don't mean this necessarily as a bad thing because once again invader league is a super small sample size and we'll see what happens when it actually hits the table and what other factions have available to them and what may or may not have changed and maybe we'll just figure it out but this to me this style makes me feel kind of like uh it's the the cancer fen of x-wing 1.0 all over again not that it's as broken but when you're list building and when you're prepping it is definitely something you have to have an answer for in your list well and part of the reason i've not brought it is because it feels a little too autopiloty to me like there's just some part of me that doesn't want to play that style of like, oh, sure. trooper token, and that, that, dodge, dodge standby pass, like back to you. Yeah. Yeah, I will say that kind of list will absolutely destroy the current CIS list I'm running. Mm-hmm. But I also don't have a lot of options to fix it other than the tank. I mean, I've got a sniper unit, but to really make it as defensive as I need it to be, I'm going to have to put the shields on it. Um, um, I think you have a couple ordering, good answers. Um, uh, Robo but I think they're stats. I think shoot enough. I mean... Uh, I think they just die because they have to get within range three. So they they roll up and then get shot by four the, units. The staps and... can get behind and get to the token generators. Maybe. Eesh. Depends on the setup. I don't know um, about that. And you're moving into range, coming in with dodge tokens, coming in with cover. No, because I mean, standbys are happening before this, agile. Yeah, yes, standbys happen before agile. Yeah, you'll get one of them. And then when you take your second move and they get to spend their second standby token. Yeah. <laughs> so I've lost a unit. 
and then yeah. I lose a second unit. <laughs> no, I no, and like I said, you you have to have a plan when when you come in against it. I don't I don't mean it. It's like the the cancer the the fen list um, of X wing and the fact of how abusive it is. But when I built an X wing list in that meta, you had to have. Right. You didn't bring a list if you couldn't beat it. It was or a, if you didn't at least have a, ch- a plan against it. It was a defining yeah. thing. And I think I think if you're playing in an invader league or a tournament where where the rule set is how it is now, you have to come in and prepped with a plan for it. Obviously, this um, is all speculative. The o- yeah, it is. Um, but that's what we have to do in Legion COVID nineteen land. Right. Um, yeah. See, I disagree with you on the sample size is small. I mean, there's 23, 23 times six is the American grouping. That doesn't count the British or the Australian grouping. That's a lot of list. I mean. And we, but we also don't know if this is how what all of those people are running, yeah, or if there's supposed to be a points balance before these come out. And I honestly can only imagine that there is, for the very reason that that Will brought up earlier. How in the hell? Here we go. Are arc sniper strike teams with lethal and uh, tactical and surging red saves that are impervious? Although I don't think they might as well surge. Um, with surge tokens, how are sure. they worth four? Po- yeah, how are they only four points more than my low-profile black-white sniper units? Hey, I don't get high velocity. And also, <laughs> your rebel snipers are fine. Rebel snipers are everywhere. You are fine. Calm down. Yeah. They're everywhere say, because they have oh to be. My, they don't. I don't buy like, this logic you, at all. Your logic is completely <laughs> no. flawed. It, that you are yeah, fine. No. They are. You are fine. No, the, yeah. So what's the points I, adjustment? Everyone else's are going don't down. Play I don't think it's a points adjustment. I think, uh, I think rebel and imperial snipers, for that matter, need. Uh, I don't know that if points, if they adjust the points and bring them down, it's going to be a huge issue, and they're going to get spammed right. out again. And thirteen activation rebels will be right. the norm. I would just love to see some new keywords or erratas added to their cards. <laughs> that's the that's Gosh. the fix that I Get would out. rather see. I'm gonna go dig through the list when Bushfax puts yeah. out the list data. I'm gonna bet every one of these rebel lists is eleven activations with all the higher. snipers thrown in them like garbage. I have yet Ugh. to see when they did the review reveals. Yeah, I've oh. yet to see oh, a I'm, rebel list. That I'm was sure. Under I'm sure 11. they will be, but that's because Wookies are unplayable. Oh, the X34 is unplayable. Right. The Snowspeeder is unplayable. Pathfinders oh, are unplayable. Han's pretty oh much unplayable. God, he's not unplayable. Like it's because we can <laughs> we can only have so many options that we have to get our activation. What's gonna happen if they fix things? Somehow. What will you bitch about then? I'll find I'm something. Sure I'm sure you will. Uh, I'm kind of on team Ryan. You, you here. enjoy so, your lofty Iden Well, don't you there. join yeah. in? As always, when Ryan starts talking about how half of the rebels are unplayable, but the other half are OP, it's time to. Hot dogs are fine. I don't see any there, problems here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure he said that. Tim. Not this show. Last show. <laughs> nope. Nope. I didn't. Ted. Thanks for listening to the Stabcast. Thanks for making part of your drive time or your paint time, wherever it is you listen to us. Maybe while you're working out or walking through the woods or just staying in your house by yourself due to the COVID. I am Ben Fowler reminding you that when in doubt, just do a little robo boogie. It's what gets you through the day. <laughs> I'm Tim Hannon reminding you it's okay to go 5-0 and even if your friends don't acknowledge it. <laughs> Congrats, Tim. I'll say it on there. Congrats. <laughs> Will can cut that later. That's fine. <laughs> Uh huh. <laughs> I'm Will Heim reminding you that uh, moisture evaporator placement is kind of important. <laughs> yeah, it is, Will. It My is. <laughs> and I'm Ryan Slavosky reminding you that the old school faction snipers should just get marksmen, and that's a good enough fix. <laughs> I kind of agree. Nope. Shut it down. Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, they don't get free aid. Nope. So. Good, night, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs> 
dearest listener, this is where I will interject and tell you that we had agreed before our cast had started that we would keep our battle report short. Yet here I am in Miss Ryan's achievements, listening to his pizza gun saga, telling me of how bad he truly is. I'm sorry, listener, that you have to hear these long reports. I do not always have the patience for such nonsense. Some of us just win our games and don't talk about it, blowing hot air about out ends. Out, out both ends. I apologize, listener. Sometimes in my frustration, I get my words twisted. Anyway, we carry on. Why does anyone listen to us? We're horrible!